0: today on the TMZ podcast. Welcome to the TMZ podcast. Derek and Eric here. How you doing? I'm doing all right. So there's another big big trial going on in Los Angeles and it's uh it's been in waiting for a long time. A long We've time it feels like this Tory Lanez Megan Thee Stallion did he shoot her foot or shoot shrapnel at her foot? Yeah, the telltale uh case of the shot feet uh it's been so, two and a half years since that happened two and a half years this was a long long time ago at kyle we have to paint a picture this was at yeah. kylie jenner's pool party a couple years ago uh in 2020 in july of 2020 sort of at the height of the pandemic why they were having a pool party i don't know it seems hope, like a bad idea hope they were masked up at the time but it didn't end well and remember uh you know Megan Thee Stallion ended up having her feet injured now i just say injured because there's a lot of speculation that there's no bullets in them only bullet fragments maybe just glass that's what this trial is about oh, like but chunks the chunks of the sidewalk maybe
1: right chunks it's of the like,
0: sidewalk look the allegation is that Tory Lanez who she was romantically involved with at the time Uh, shot her in the feet uh, during some episode in an SUV when they left the party. There was another woman in the car, her friend Kelsey. Yes, Megan's friend. Megan's friend Kelsey. So prosecutors and the defense come out with their opening statements to sort of lay out their theories of the case. And the prosecutors say, look, this is not all that complicated. Tori fired five shots. It hit Megan in both of her feet were injured in this this shooting. And they said what set off Tori, who's got this reputation as a volatile guy, is that Megan in the car said something sarcastic about him being a beautiful artist. Yeah. She she diminished his artistry. And, and that's something you can imagine <clears throat> Tory Lane's not taking kindly Probably to. Not. Whether he would shoot someone over it, that's going to be the job of the prosecution to convince so, the jury.
1: I love it seems, you know, for for two years now, this has seemed pretty cut and dry. Like he shot the ground at her, told her to dance, hit her feet. Okay. Yeah. But but Torres
0: they're going for the the shaggy defense. Yeah. was me? Wasn't me. And his defense had an opportunity to sort of lay out what they believe uh actually happened here and why they think there are holes in the prosecution. Remember, you have to remember in a criminal trial, Torres only burden is to introduce reasonable doubt. He doesn't have a burden to prove the case. That is entirely on the prosecution. They have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Tory shot uh, Megan Thee Stallion in the feet. All Tory has to do is say, hey, there's some other theories, introduce some doubt in the minds of of a juror uh, so that it's not unanimous, get a mistrial, and probably walk away. They probably wouldn't retry him. Uh, He doesn't have to convince all of them. He just has to convince one person in that jury. Even
1: people who think he did it might think, well, but maybe he didn't. That's right. So he's saying it's uh, her friend Kelsey did it because...
0: At least try and introduce that idea yeah, because, that, that because someone else must have fired these shots I didn't.
1: They're saying that, that Megan had a history of hooking up with Kelsey's exes. hmm And that one of those is Ben Simmons from the Nets. Yes,
0: famous basketball player.
1: And that that's what set Kelsey off and it was like a jealousy thing, I guess. Uh, ben Simmons didn't directly mentioned this, but he did post a clip of Rick Ross just saying, accusations, these are false accusations.
0: Right. He did. He <laughs> he, he denied it in the most social media kind of savvy yeah. way. It's the it's the way people sort of uh, nod at these things publicly now is they'll post a meme that sort of is on on point and it sounds like he is saying that's not the case. I don't know if he's saying I didn't date Kelsey or that's not the reason that the shots were fired, but he's just sort of laying out there like, look, my name is brought up. This is false. Leave me out of of it. This is not my trial. I don't want to be part of it, but you know, you know, the defense team will bring up absolutely anything. Their their job is to protect Tory Lanez from being convicted. So if Ben Simmons can help in that cause, they owe no obligation to leave Ben Simmons' name out of it. And they'll bring well, up whatever yeah. they can to throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks.
1: And it's funny, like, with, with juries, now, like you said, all they have to do is just create an alternate theory that could maybe be true, and that's enough to get him off. That's and it. That, or that, make what you doubt the procedure. Yeah, years ago, but, you know, from the last couple of years, conspiracy theories and things people online believe. That's right. Well, it was Russia and Hunter Biden did it. Right. Oh, well, I believe that. It's, you know, you can make people believe anything now. So
0: it, it's harder and harder to convict people the more conspirac- conspiratorial our minds become. Because if you're allowed people shot her. a flight of fancy, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just bring something up. Why not? Um, another thing they're bringing up, and I think this is a better tactic maybe than casting blame at Kelsey because at some point, the prosecutors are going to probably bring up Kelsey to the stand and sure. they're going to ask Kelsey, did you fire the shots? And she's going to very plainly say no. So that theory of her potentially having fired these shots, is she is she credible or not on the stand if she's introduced or her deposition testimony is introduced? That's a sort of tougher game to play because it's going to be he said, she said, and you're going to have to look at Kelsey and say, is she lying or not? Yeah. Another thing you can do is sort of cast doubt on the scene that they're sort of laying out. And remember, they came from a pool party. Apparently Tory Lanez was in uh, a swimsuit. Yeah. And they're saying, look, you can't really hold a gun in your swimsuit. Where did he pull it from? <laughs> it would become tricky. It I is mean... a little tricky. And the other thing is they, the gun apparently didn't leave any uh, DNA from Tory, doesn't have any residue on him yeah. from firing the weapon. Those are big deals to a jury. If you say this guy fired a gun, there's sort of smoke that comes off that gets usually deposited on your hand. They're saying they don't have that with Tory. So there is doubt as to whether he fired this gun. And that's why they're saying, look, I don't know if Kelsey did it. It was a, you know, sort of a... A, a chaotic scene but those types of pieces of evidence will stick in a jury's mind sure. you can better believe that Tory's attorneys are going to hammer on those and they've also
1: they are trying to undermine Megan like her credibility because initially she didn't want to go to the cops and, and report Tory and she said it's because he was on probation and she didn't want to get him in trouble yes but Tory's defense is like he has never been on probation he's right. never been convicted of anything so she was lying. That's right. And She, she lied, lied to the cops t- and then she lied about why she was
0: lying. Yes. So they can then be like, well, how, what else do we know she's lying about? That's exactly right. This is a very popular tactic when you're when you're chip, chipping away at someone's credibility is to say if they lied about something small, I want you to think about what else they lied about. So they don't have her direct. She does say Tori shot her, but she lied about this other thing and she lied about here. So why would you believe when she said she shot Tori or that, that Tori shot her? It's a good It's it's a good sort of approach. I don't know. This case is quite messy. I think it's messier than I initially uh, yeah, it appreciated. Seemed, it
1: seemed so cut and dried when this all happened.
0: Yes, but now that we're here on trial day and all of these theories are out, I'm even confused. So I can imagine as a juror sitting there being like, well, I, you know, I don't know if he shot her now. Yeah, it seemed if, cut and dry, but if, maybe if, it's not.
1: If, if they're trying to say that, that her friend Kelsey shot at her, you can also make sense, in, because initially she, she lied to cops about it because she said she was trying to protect Tori. Yes. Well, then how do you not think, well, maybe she's just trying to protect... Her girlfriend. Maybe they had like a fight over an ex. That's right. Things got a little heated, and now she's like, "Nah, it was him."
0: Look at you. You're conspiratorial minded.
1: No, now. I'm just thinking how the defense <laughs> is going to think. No, it's... that's all you have to do, and if you can get the jury to think that, then Tori Lanez just walks free.
0: That's right. And there's another person in this car apparently, a man named Jaquan, who is the guy who drove Tori to the party. This is an SUV. He might have something to say if, if you can get Kelsey Jaquan to line up on one side, whether that be the prosecution or the defense, and I, I anticipate it will be the prosecution. Um, that's going to be very difficult for Tory to overcome. Yeah, if, because three-fourths of the witnesses are like, it was you. Yeah, you can paint <laughs> as many theories as you want, but if there are eyewitnesses, it's really, really tough. Now, it was chaotic inside that SUV, and there are people who are sort of uh, have reasons to lie, and you can challenge credibility in various ways. But when you have multiple people saying the same thing, a jury is going to be inclined to go with the multiple people who are right. sort of disinterested people who weren't shot in the in the fracas and are just saying, look, this was a nasty situation. And here's what happened. That's why they're called independent sort of third party witnesses, you know, because Megan has an axe to grind. Tory certainly has an axe to grind. He Obviously. wants to keep himself out of, out of prison. We'll have to well, see. The, it's it's the, going to be an interesting case.
1: There's the, there's the legal issue of it. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to go to prison, but it's also it's become very personal between the two of them.
0: And talk to me a little bit about this nastiness, because Tori in the in the initial period, there's text messages or voicemails where he was apologizing profusely about what happened at the party, although he's not specific. And then he kind of walked that back and then like saying and she was like, you know, you shot me. Yes. Like, like he denied it.
1: And she's like, I was gonna let it go. And now you're like, now you've addressed it. So I'm gonna address it. And they've just been publicly sniping at each other. Yes. So, but you know, also, this could change completely whenever Megan gets on the stand. Yes. If she's, you know, teary eyed telling her story about him shooting at her. That can sway a jury, too. That's we, true. We, this is, you know, this, the, the trial's just begun. We have no idea exactly where this is going to go.
0: This is always what's resonating with me a little bit. It seems like Tory could have gone a different path after this incident and that Megan wouldn't have pressed charges. Now, you know, the reason Tory's on trial is because... Megan was really upset and she sort of pushed this case forward and said, I was shot in the feet and he should be held accountable. But it seems like she wasn't necessarily going to be so upset about it if he had taken some accountability yeah. in her mind. So if he had, it's not even clear that prosecutors would have moved the case forward. Look, they could. He fired a weapon, and that's a crime, uh, into someone's foot. But if the if the victim is not cooperative, if the victim says, look, I know he shot me, but we both drank a lot that yeah. night and I don't want to get on the stand and I'm not going to help you convict Tory <laughs> Lanes," prosecutors. Prosecutors will generally say, well, we shouldn't bring this case then. Like what said, are we if, doing? If there's,
1: no, if there's no trace of, of gun residue on his person, then they kind of don't have a case then. If That's right. If there's no statement from her, no physical evidence of it.
0: It's a harder case to prove when you have a witness saying, yeah. look, I'm not going to help you. Because yeah. her, 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 her testimony is key. Um, so I wonder if that could have happened. It doesn't strike me that me- Megan Thee Stallion is this vindictive person. It sounds like she got set off by his response to oh, sort yeah, of denying they, what happened. Because she initially denied it happened. And then she's like,
1: okay. <laughs> that, that, that's
0: it. And then she went on her interview yeah. tour. And she said, well, if you're, gonna, if you're going to take it that way, then I am going to push and I'm going to help the prosecutors. So yeah. he sort of made his bed a little bit. That being said, I've talked to Lauren and I say, uh, you know, Lauren about this. She's very interested in the case on our news desk. And yeah. she's like, I'm genuinely just confused now because he's maintained this position of not having done it. Uh, it does call into question. He's willing to go to trial over this issue. He probably could have gone another path uh, where he just sort of apologized to her and and it would have gone away. So that makes her believe him more. Yeah. If he's willing to sort of stand on his word and risk prison, it might cut the other way that you think, oh, maybe tomorrow. Why would he be telling, telling the so truth? Hard. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a genuinely confusing case. It's got a lot going on. We'll obviously follow it very closely, but, um, I, you know, if I if I were prognosticating based on the opening statements, I'd say he's going to be convicted. I think the prosecutors say, say he's got five five yeah. shots, and even though there's a little bit of doubt, they sound sort of far fetched. W- you would say no?
1: I, I don't know. I think I think this has just begun, and we're going to see a lot of twists and turns. Because I already didn't see, you know, Ben Simmons getting pulled yep. into this and the blaming the friend and. It's already getting weird. It's already getting weird,
0: <laughs> and look, I, I didn't call Johnny and Amber. I don't have a great track record. I thought, I thought there was enough <laughs> yeah. to, 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 to so find Johnny Depp liable. So the one do know is you are a terrible lawyer. Exactly. I got <laughs> I, I can talk the talk, but when it comes to the results, I don't know anything.
2: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Alta. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
0: So let's move on to uh, another sort of very, very curious story. Robert Griffin III, who was yeah. a very highly touted quarterback in the NFL for a couple of years, had some injury problems, but was a huge talent in, mm-hmm. in college. Um, he's now an ESPN announcer, and he was, anou- uh, he was sort of breaking down and analyzing the Eagles' win over the Giants. And I just want to play the sound of what he
1: said. Well, we got, he's talking about uh, Jalen Hurts, who's the quarterback for Philadelphia. And he was saying, you know, people didn't believe him that he could do well, but he always believed he did. And this is sort of how he praised him. That's right.
2: People said that Jalen Hurts (laughs) couldn't get it done. He couldn't operate from the pocket. He's not the quarterback of the future. I think he proved all those was wrong. You know,
0: okay. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) That is the soundbite. He is, he is sort of, um, you know, praising Jalen Hurts as you said, he's yeah. saying this guy had a lot of naysayers who said he wouldn't be good enough, he and he's proven them wrong. And the word he uses for who he proved wrong um, is a very old Southern slur, a racial yeah, it's, slur. It's, it's uh, you it's know, an odd word to use. It's the J word, <laughs> and it—I don't even know if that conveys there are anything. Probably people who don't know what that even—they
1: well, don't even know what words you're talking about. But I, we can explain this. I'll, I'll, yeah. kinda, I'm, I'm definitely not going to say it. Uh, he apologized for it. And uh, he tweeted he goes, "Definitely need to clarify this. This is not what I meant to say. It was trying to say those buckaboos in reference to haters and doubters, regardless of my intention, I understand the historical context of the term that came out of my mouth, and I apologize."
0: look i so, i think this I like sort him. of clears it up it's still mm. a very curious thing so i did some digging to figure out uh you know where did robert griffin come from because this is not a term that is even in the lexicon of most people certainly not people uh you know robert griffin is a little bit younger than me it's a term i i've heard of but it was never used it, it's, during a, it's my a word youth that's,
1: that's lingered in the south a bit
0: it lingers a little bit okay yeah. uh so maybe it's around and i i wondered is he from the south he actually is not he was born in japan He lived in Washington. However, after he lived in Washington for a number of years, he moved to Texas, and I wonder if he sort of picked it up in that region of the country as sort of a term that's in the ether, maybe used infrequently but still sort of around. Um, It's undeniably a slur, and he's he's saying uh, it's not what I meant. I I
1: take him at his word. I don't think Robert Griffin was trying to. In context, it doesn't even make sense. That's right. Like bugaboo, I get. It's like you know, I think of the Destiny's Child song, but it's like sort of. You know, annoying in your face, right? Kind of person, and that's I think what he's trying to say.
0: It was just a weird slip. It's but a strange slip because, but it doesn't feel Freudian in any way. No. I don't think there's well, any reason d- to drag. Do we think he's racist? No, that of doesn't course make not. Any sense either. So. And and in the context of what he's 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 actually you know conveying something very positive about the quarterback and and sort of saying the, these doubters uh, sort of un, uh, you know underestimated him. So there's contextually it doesn't make sense. It's interesting. That's the only reason I sort of bring up this story is. Everything on the Internet gets like memed immediately. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he says this. It circulates wildly. He tweets his apology. This to me is a triumph of how quickly you can overcome things. Right. Because in the previous era, there might have been a news story and then he might have stayed silent and had his PR team. Now you just get on and you tweet your explanation and it's over. And I think that's you know, we talk about how things get blown out of proportion. They can also be resolved quite quickly.
1: Well, we're, We're, we're people outraged by this. I
0: I think some people were like, their their jaws drop when you hear it because it's a a little bit jarring to hear it. And so you do need some sort of explanation. I don't think he can just remain silent while the Internet is swirling around with him saying this word. But he gets out there and he says, "Okay, here's a tweet. Here's not what I meant I, to say. Literally not what I meant to Clearly say. Clearly <laughs> not what I meant to say." And it squashes it. And I, 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 like pointing it as an example of, "Look, there's the bitter and the sweet. Sometimes these things get blown way out of proportion. People get dragged, canceled. It's all over over one word you've said in your life. And you have, you know, sort of if you've lived 40 years, you have 40 years of context, but one word can just sort of destroy yeah. your career. Here, you can also like remedy things quite quickly. Well, so you, you social media gives of, and it takes. Of who said it? And yeah, was
1: the context and." Again, I, I don't think he was. <laughs> are people arguing that he's racist because that's a weird argument. To
0: it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. But Robert Griffin will survive this. I I like it as uh, sort of uh, a good example of the internet sol- creating and then solving the own problem, the yeah. problem that it creates. <laughs> I mean, he, he he said the word. It's it's strange, and we investigate it quite quickly. We learn he grew up a little bit in Texas. He was trying to say bugaboos, and this story way, but is but over. It didn't come out that way. But... I do wish he'd realized it as he said it and just been like, oh. Yeah, it would have been (laughs) interesting if he had like something catching him where he's like, oh, that didn't sound right. And no one around him. It's a very short clip, but no one around him sort of really blanches all that much. It seems like they might not have heard it or they also might not have been familiar with the term. Possibly. And, and so now it's a teachable moment. We all now know this ugly, ugly term that should have been retired years ago. But it'd some... be funny if that's how he found out what he said. If like at the break they were like, "What? <laughs> what does that mean?" He's like, "Bugaboo." They're like, "That's not what you said."
2: Whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> he didn't.
0: He didn't. When they came back from break, address it immediately. So he I he might I not do, have realized. I think he didn't realize, and I think producers in his ear didn't realize, and I think the people on the dais, and that says a lot too. That, <laughs> that this is now something that he had to say. Oh wow, the internet found something that was a mistake, and let me address. It. So many times seen this. Sportscasters, they'll say something offensive, and then come back from a break. Yes. And like,
1: I want to apologize for <laughs> what I said
2: earlier. Yeah, this was not that case.
0: <laughs> not, not, one of those. So, uh, no harm, no foul. Robert Griffin. Uh, just um, sort of an interesting uh, story to to finish the day on. Yeah. So, we'll see you next time.